Morning. Thank you for that intro, Claire. So, I wanted to share with you Alfie's story. Alfie uh, was born on the 9th of April last year. Alfie wasn't due to be born until June. So Alfie was eight weeks early, two whole months. He was born at 32 weeks. Um, the experience of Alfie arriving was really quite sad, quite traumatic, quite shocking. Um, a normal birth is quite, quite big anyway. Fully aware that Sarah's due any day now. If you want to leave, then <laughs> I totally understand that, love. She's hard. She's a northerner. Um, so I'll start, I'll start from the beginning. I'll talk you through chronologically what happened and then I will talk you through why I think it happened, because God has, has made his voice known, hasn't he, Alfie? So it was a normal weekend for us. Um, we were just having a normal weekend at home. I'd been out partying the night before for the legend that is Heather Barrington's birthday. A group of us went to Woodbridge to have fish and chips um, on the waterfront, and then we went to a bar and had some drinks. And I felt normal, as normal as you can be when you're heavily pregnant. I felt big, I felt tired but I felt normal. The next morning, I remember saying to Ash, Cor, if I don't know any differently, I'd say I was, I was in labour, but I have a two-year-old, um, and such is life with a two-year-old, you can't really focus on anything else. So I uh, got up, had a normal day, came to church, and I remember thinking during some of the songs, Cor, my, tum- my tummy's hurting, but I'm only 32 weeks, can't, can't be anything significant. <laughs> Um, went up to, to Cresh, and I remember laughing with Becky and Liam Rutter. They asked me if I'd got my hospital bag ready. I laughed. I said, oh, no, he's my second child. Haven't thought about anything like that. Famous last words. Um, by the end of the service, uh, what I now know were contractions were coming quite thick and fast. Um, and I thought, oh, yeah, something's happening. This isn't quite right. Went home. Um, we were having a, a normal Sunday at home and our internet shopping arrived and I remember at that point I was laid out on the sofa with my hands covering my face trying to breathe, breathe through it. Um, my darling husband thought I was just being a diva and didn't want to put the shopping away. He's, he's never going to forget that. He's, he's upstairs in crash so I can say it, it's fine. I showed him, didn't I? Um, yeah. So at that point, uh, well, no, about after an hour, Ash thought, yeah, I'll Google to see what's happening. Um, <laughs> typical man. Um, and we, we realised then that something wasn't quite right. So I phoned up the ward, and if there are midwives in the house, you guys are absolutely amazing, because this lady that I spoke to, she could tell by the tone of my voice, I don't know if that's normal, but she very, well, tried to be very calm and said, yeah, just just pop up for a checkup. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so she said, yeah, I'll pop up for a checkup. Excuse my son. Um, so we did. We popped up. Um, Ash's auntie, who lives on Bucklesham Road, she came to look after Oscar because all the people on our list to look after Oscar weren't really around, so we panicked slightly. Anyhow, I remember saying to Sue, well, we'll be about three quarters of an hour. I ended up being in the hospital for a month. Um, um, And then things started to very quickly happen once we got up to the hospital. I kind of zoned out, as a woman in labour does. Uh, They gave me some shots of steroids, I think, to try... At that point, they wanted to slow the labour down and hopefully stop it. But Alfie was not going to be slowed down. And about an hour and a half later, Alfie arrived. You know when something so awful happens, you kind of just, just laugh. Um, And I remember when he was delivered, they put him on my chest very quickly, just for a couple of seconds, 
And Ash, my husband, and I just looked at each other and laughed because I think if we'd started crying at that moment in time, we'd probably still be crying today. Um, I can't really... My recollection at that point is quite hazy. Um, that was about half past three. Um, Alfie was wheeled down to neonatal in an incubator. Um, and I just remember laying there thinking, what on earth has just happened? I was just meant to be putting my shopping away at home. Um, and I... I think I probably had one of the most emotional moments with Ash in our relationship at that point. Bless him. He was in his shorts and his flip-flops because it was an unseasonably warm day. And I just watched him follow the incubator out. Um, And he looked at me completely torn. Should I stay with Hannah or should I follow the baby? So he followed Alfie down to neonatal. And I stayed put um, and went into sort of recovery. And I had a bath and tried to process what had happened. He's smiling away. He's such a what's-it. Um, I stayed in, I stayed on the ward for another two days, um, whilst I sort of recovered and got over the labour. I had amazing care up there. Alfie was down on Framlingham. He ended up staying there for four weeks. Um, so that time in our life was a little bit, bit odd, a bit all over the place. Um, trying to juggle childcare with a two-year-old. Um, Ash trying to juggle work. Um, it was all a bit intense. Um, I, I remember that the day he was born, I went down to see Alfie at about 11 o'clock that evening. And that image will probably haunt me forever, this tiny little thing in this incubator. If anybody's had a baby in an incubator, I think you'll know where I'm at at that, at that moment. Um, and, you know, you think about the, the amazing birth story you have, and you want to write down your birth story, don't you? And I just remember sitting there in my wheelchair thinking, this wasn't how it was meant to happen. And he was wired up to I don't know what. Um, I just remember the beeps, beep, beep, beep. That will always stick with me. Um, it was all dark, and I just sat there thinking this wasn't how it was meant to be. Um, that evening came and went. Um, amazingly, well, not amazingly, I've got God on my side. I shouldn't be surprised. But Alfie, at the age of 32 weeks, was born being able to breathe by himself, and that was incredible, and that kind of marked the first little miracle that happened. Um, so over the course of the next four weeks, he... <laughs> He learnt to feed, he grew, and after two weeks, he came out of uh, uh, intensive care, and very soon after that, we knew that actually he was going to be okay, and it was just a case of feeding him up and him getting to a a certain weight, wasn't it, boy? Yeah. At this point, I'd like to say a massive thank you to everybody who supported us in that time. We had three weeks' worth of meals. Um, So for all the pregnant ladies in the house, you guys are in for a treat because Burlington, you guys can cook. We had meals brought round to us. We had prayer. We had gifts for Oscar. We had gifts for us. Special thanks to the Cordons, Hannah Harper and the Earls. You guys were incredible. Um, You were there when we needed you. You popped in to see if my parents were okay. Heather as well. You babysat for Oscar. Should add as well that a week before this all happened, we made the decision to potty train Oscar. Terribly sorry. I think, Claire, you had an experience with them at Flatford Mill. Very sorry about that. Um, So that's kind of the chronological timeline. On the 5th of May, Alfie was discharged and came home. And he's just been an utter joy ever since then. He's just flourished. Um, When we were first at home, the health visitors came and did visits at home. And every week, she'd say, can I bring... Uh, a GP who's training, can I bring one of my colleagues? Because they'd all heard this story of this boy who was born at 32 weeks and they couldn't believe how well he was doing. He's, he's found his voice, as you can see. So what, why do I think it happened? Well, 
Um, when I'm pregnant, I really suffer from horrible morning sickness. I should really say all-day sickness. Um, I feel really ill, um, kind of get engulfed in a bit of a black fog. And I remember being heavily pregnant. I was 26 weeks, and we were, we were doing hub morning at the Earls. And I remember praying a prayer to God, and I asked God to remind me of the miracle of childbirth. Kind of forgot that I'd prayed that prayer. Uh, Alfie arrived, life carried on. Then the trauma of the premature birth happened and I really got stuck in that emotion and that heartache and bursting into tears every time I drove past the hospital. Um, And I got really cross. I was like, why did you let that happen, God? I know Alfie's healthy now, but why did you put us through that? Back in September, God reminded me of this prayer. Um, I nicknamed Alfie My Little Miracle and all, all my Facebook posts, I'd always say, hashtag My Little Miracle. And there is no coincidence that I prayed for a miracle and I nicknamed him My Little Miracle. And I honestly believe that he is, he is My Little Miracle. Um, so yeah, be careful what you pray for because God does listen and God does deliver. Um, so there are three main points to our story, our testimony. Firstly, don't go out partying with Heather because you never know what sort of mess you'll get in the next day. Um, Secondly, I know this is a bit of a cliche amongst Christians, but everything does happen for a reason. And I know we've got a happy ending to our story. He's here, he's healthy. If if that wasn't the case, I probably wouldn't be stood here. But everything does happen for a reason. Um, And sometimes you just need to breathe and sort of take a step back. And then in time, God will reveal that to you. It's also had a massive impact on my prayer life. When I was in neonatal with him, I just could not pray. I just shut down. I was just functioning sort of hour by hour, half day by half day, 24 hours. Um, and I thought I wasn't praying. I thought I couldn't, I couldn't face having those conversations with God. But there is a passage in the Bible, and I'm not quite sure the reference, forgive me, but somewhere in the Bible it says, God listens to the groans of your heart. And I really, really know that that was the case for us. I couldn't verbally say anything, but God knew what was happening in my heart, and he heard. So for me, having Alfie has taught me that we don't have to have a formal prayer life. We don't have to sit down and have daily reflections at a certain time. don't even need to put to words what we're feeling, because sometimes it just happens. Also, it taught me how amazing you guys are, people that we didn't know were praying for us. I remember a couple of weeks after Alfie was discharged, we were having a barbecue at Hannah's, and Jonathan and Francis, you popped in, don't know if you remember, um, and I said, oh, this is baby Alfie, started telling you, and Jonathan just said, I know, we've been praying for you. And that just really humbled me, because, you know, don't really know you guys that well, but yet you were praying for me. And I know that's true of so many people here. So it's a massive thank you from Ash and I. Um, You guys supported us through a really difficult, challenging part of our life, but we're here to tell the tale, and Alfie's my little miracle, so thank you. Thank you for listening to our story.